to the Token and Hop Show on the Roads to Liberty Network. We are live. Hi, everybody. This is the Token and Hobbs Show coming to you on a Saturday night, the eve of Mother's Day. So remember to get you, your mothers something nice. If you have a wife who is also a mother, make sure you get her something nice because you will be in hot shit if you don't. Yep. Take, make him breakfast, brew him coffee. You know, it falls on a, it falls on a Sunday, which is pretty nice because then you just take them to church and that gets rid of the whole morning. But, uh, yeah, it's National Don't Fuck Up Day. So make sure you take care of your moms, people. Definitely. Moms are important. They are important. We didn't. We wanted to do this uh, last night. Things came up. I had a master headache just 10 minutes ago. Took uh, some ibuprofen. Well, I'm all good to go. Maybe it has something to do with this Captain Coke that I made way too strong. Mm. Delicious. Take ibuprofen, drink water, change your socks. Yes, Master Sergeant. That's what you're all supposed to do, right? All right. So let's get down into the down and dirty of today's episode. I think the first thing we wanted to talk about was Facebook recently coming down hard on extremists like Alex Jones, banning them from their platforms. Because the thing about you see, and this I didn't know, because I thought Alex Jones had been banned this whole time. Apparently, mm -hmm. he was banned on Facebook, but not on Instagram, which right. is owned by Facebook. Right. So that didn't make any damn sense whatsoever. But apparently, they, you know, they went back, they rectified the situation, and now he's banned from everything. So now we're all safe from hate and degeneracy on Facebook. Good job, Facebook. You saved us all. Yeah, I, uh, I was following Alex Jones on the uh, Instagram, and he uh, his Instagram page was just, uh, like, uh, pictures of the studio and things that are going on in the studio and, like, uh, you know, just, like, funny little happenings that go on around his studio and then, like, little 15-second clips of uh of his of his broadcast with a link in the description to go to infowars to you know check out the the whole clip so it's not like he was he was doing anything hate filled or you know scary or anything like that so uh his his instagram page was pretty innocuous and it was kind of fun to follow there was just you know just fun little things going on Am I still there? Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I think... Okay, that was weird. Okay. I think the reason, the reason I wasn't answering you is because I started the watch party and it was playing back in my headphones. So I was uh, okay. hearing you talk. And, but it was stuff you had said like 10 seconds ago. Yeah, like, yeah, you get a delay. Like, what the hell, man? What is going on here? Anyway, so yeah, here's, here's a funny thing about the, the Facebook ban. It, it, they banned a whole bunch of people. Milo, Alex yeah. Jones, Louis Farrakhan. I think he's like a leader in the Nation of Islam or something. Uh -huh. um, they banned them all at the same time. They, they announced it to the media first. 
before the NDC people are prevented from posting. A lot of them were able to get on and uh, post about the ban before the ban actually went through. And it was all done at the same time, and there was never any specific reasoning given for this. So no. hmm. we're, we're, was, we're, we're at the point right now where it's uh, if, if you just hold a contrarian view, like uh, like Alex Jones, or uh, I honestly think that Louis Farrakhan was put in there just as kind of a sacrificial lamb. He's the Nation of Islam uh, head. He's not an imam. They call him minister. So he's like kind of this weird fusion of American evangelicalism, and but he's the Nation of Islam leader. But I think I, I think he was kind of the the sacrificial lamb that they threw in there as uh, oh no, we're not. We're not banning conservatives. We're just banning people that are filled with hate. And Louis Farrakhan said all of this stuff about Jews that's just terrible. So we got to get rid of him. And and you know he's the guy that they threw out there as as you know the 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 token to uh, <laughs> to to make it seem like they're just not not targeting conservatives. And that's all there is to it. All right, this is from CNN. It says the Facebook spokesperson said such factors include whether the person or organization has ever called for violence against individuals based on race, ethnicity, or national origin, whether the person has been identified with a hateful ideology, whether they use hate speech or slurs in their about section on their social media platforms, and whether they have had pages or groups removed from Facebook for violating hate speech rules. None of that applies to Alex Jones. Louis Farrakhan, yeah, yeah, he he, he called Jews termites, but uh, yeah, the, the, Farrakhan's pretty obviously uh, hardcore yeah. anti-Semite and homophobe. So I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But again, he, I I don't even. It's probably just you know the togo. Oh, we got to ban someone on the left so they don't think this is just attacking. You know people with ideologies we don't like yeah even though and, that's exactly what it is yeah and louis farrakhan he's the easy he's an easy target all of the things that he's ever said against jews are like there. there's no when he says something against jews there's no way to that you can be like you know no no tongue-in-cheek you can't just be like oh yeah he's just he's he, he's speaking off the cup no he's he's talking about jews he hates Jewish people, and he said a lot of stuff about white people too. But you know, you can be sure. you, you can be racist against white Shocking. people. Shocking, yeah. That's but, not racism if it's against white people. No, no, it's you know us us goddamn oppressors. Oh yeah, fucking <laughs> oppressors over there with your yep. oppressiveness. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna start claiming my great grandma's Cherokee heritage and and just uh, you know, I'm gonna get into the Elizabeth Warren camp from now on, just just so people will stop calling me a damn colonizer. Damn straight, you know that white privilege thing doesn't exist because this is the Token and Hobbs show, not the Hobbs and Token show. So we yep. got some Token privilege over here, and you are hosting, so. I am the one hosting. I am. Yeah, I'm so just riding along. That's how this works. You see, the biggest thing about this ban, like, first of all, I don't know half the people that this ban came down on. I know Milo. I know Louis Farrakhan. I know Alex Jones. 
But that's about it. I don't know all these other people. Maybe they legitimately do have some hateful, bigoted ideologies that they're pushing on social social media. I don't know. They could be. It's no, whatever. It's, uh, and uh, see, it's the the big names that were out there is uh, Alex Jones, who's not an anti semite. He's not a racist. He's he's uh, he's just not a crazy a, person. That's yeah, all. He just he, he just has a lot of of crazy conspiracy theories, and that that end up coming true like five to ten years later. But whatever. Um, uh, uh, Milo, who is a gay Jewish man, married to a black guy <laughs> and he, he says a lot of spicy stuff and his biggest criticism is against uh the islamification of the oh. west and also paul joseph watson was gay. yeah paul joseph watson he he is he is pretty pretty damn milk toast as far as as these people go, he 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 says some stuff. Where imagine my shock, you know. But he, he saying things with a with a powerful voice inflection doesn't mean that you're that you're an extremist or or whatever. Well, see, that's the thing about this. They didn't give any specifics as to why these people were banned. You know, there's no specifics. So I can't go back and look at what they did and judge for myself whether I think that these were actually fair or not. Right. Which I'm just supposed to be like, oh, well, they must have some done something horrible against the terms of service and got banned for that. No, but well, we both know that's not what this is. What this is is some people at Facebook deemed that, hey, these people are extremists and they got to go. And it doesn't matter if they've broken our terms of service or not. We're just gonna go ahead and ban them anyway because we don't like them. Yeah, and and that's that's the plan, right? When when you can point to somebody and say they're an extremist and they don't deserve a platform, and then you ban them off of that platform, then they have no way to rebut your accusations and. You go to, especially with somebody like Alex Jones, where you 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 can't go to Twitter, you can't go to Facebook, you can't go to Instagram, you can't go to any Apple, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, any of these places where Alex Jones used to be. You can't go. I'm here. You there? I disappeared for a second, but I'm here. Okay, good. You can't go to any of these places where Alex Jones used to be and hear his side of the story. So when these big tech companies come out and say Alex Jones is X, Y, and Z, and you'd be like, is he? And you go to like YouTube, you try to – any of these places, you cannot see what it is that he said – that made them ban him and you can't make up your mind for yourself. So that is kind of the, the modus operandi of what these big tech companies are doing right now is to ban people, deny them the ability to refute any of your accusations. And then everybody just kind of has to take it as gospel that 
these people are anti-Semites, Islamophobic, homophobic, you know, any of these other phobes, isms, and ists that will destroy a person's ability to conduct themselves in in in, in regular regular commerce and and then that just destroys them, destroys their business model. I mean, here's the thing about it. It's not just that they ban these people. They also banned anybody using Facebook or Instagram from posting info about them in a positive light. Yeah. I mean, that's some pretty crazy stuff like that. You know, I mean, it, it, it's, it's pretty amazing. Not only is Alex Jones not allowed to post on Facebook, you're not allowed to post about him unless you're condemning him. Like, yeah. you, not only can he not speak, you can't speak a positive word about him either. You know, or, or Milo or Paul Joseph Watson or any of the, or Louis Farrakhan or any of these other people. You know, you're not allowed, right. they're, they're they are essentially going to be erased from existence right. as far as Facebook and Instagram are concerned. You can't post content from it, content from InfoWars. You can't post a link from there. You can't post memes or I assume even GIFs about Alex Jones if no. it's not mockery or condemnation. Right. If right. you yeah. what are you going to be banned for like coming to his defense? Like, are we can we expect a ban? By saying, hey, Alex Jones probably shouldn't be banned from Facebook. Can we expect maybe Facebook will uh, come down upon us now? Well, I know, that, I know that after uh, after he got banned from uh, YouTube, there was uh, a, a YouTube channel called like H3 or H, H3 Productions or something like that. They were talking about him being banned and uh, uh, they were actually – talking about how it was a good thing that he was offline and the youtube algorithm heard that name alex jones alex jones alex jones over and over and over in the conversation and they cut the live stream dude we're and, up, man. yeah <laughs> we're, we're absolutely screwed man if you guys if this goes off the air i guess you guys know why yeah I yeah, guess. it's yeah, yeah, it's it, it it's it's nuts, and and the the thing is, it's like, uh, I think it was uh, I think it was actually Paul Joseph Watson who made the point that it's not just that they're saying that people like him and Jones and Milo and all these other people are 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 quote unquote dangerous, der, to to be said. The point is, is that they are saying that you. You, you are too stupid to make that decision on your own. And that, I think, is the most insulting part of this whole thing. It's like, if you are not able to listen to somebody's crazy ramblings, no matter if it's somebody from the left or the right or the center or whatever it is, and say, yeah, that's 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 pretty retarded, and turn it off or give them the comment section and refute it, the fact that you've got these these billionaires in Silicon Valley telling you that you're too stupid to make decisions on your own, I think that that's enough. That's it's enough. Insult it's insulting. It is. It's insulting to the intelligence of people who use these platforms. You are too dumb 
to hear information and determine its truthfulness for your own. So some guy in California, some high executive in Facebook is going to make that decision for you. They are going to say, you cannot hear this. This is hateful. This is bigot. I don't, I don't care what the adjective you use to, to, to describe it is. I don't believe that people should be prevented from speaking their minds. Now, there's always the argument, oh, this is a private platform. Facebook is, is a private company. They have the right to do whatever they wish. Granted. I will grant you that. I am not one of these libertarians who believes that we need to start uh, regulating Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all these social media platforms to force them to publish content they find objectionable. I do not believe in that. I wonder one of the biggest tyrannies that you can have out there is to force private individuals to publish content they despise and find morally objectionable. I would object to it for our show, and I would object to it for Facebook as well. But the thing about it, the question here is, should they? Should they ban this content? Should they tell people you are not allowed to view this, to listen to this, to hear this point of view? And my so, so it's not a matter of rights, okay? I acknowledge Facebook has the right to ban these people if they want. I acknowledge that. That is their right to do, all right? But should they? This is no different from the issue of whether private businesses should have the right to refuse service to customers on any basis that they wish. No, and I've come out publicly, passionately, and said that private businesses have the right to deny service to anyone they wish on any basis they wish, for whatever reason they want, they have the right to do it. But I have always followed that up with the assertion that they should, that if businesses do do that, do do that, haha, I'm like five years old. But if businesses engage in such behavior, they should be held accountable by the market, that people should object to it. And I think it's the same way with Facebook. I don't think Facebook should do this. I don't think it's a good idea for Facebook to do this or Twitter or Instagram or any of the or YouTube, any of the other social media platforms. I think these should be platforms where anything goes. And if you don't like the content that someone puts out there, guess what? They give you a feature to make sure you don't ever see it. It's called a block button. Use it. Yep. You know, it is why why is the, the personal responsibility of filtering your own newsfeed taken away from the individual and given to Facebook execs instead? Why should some weirdo in California be deciding what I see on my newsfeed? I should decide that. If there's some whack whacked out nut job posting crap and I don't want to see it, block. I have that power, that that ability. You know, and even even if you create like a multi-tier platform you know oh um i'm going to go on npc pussy mode and now i won't see any controversial opinions okay cool i want to go on give me ever all the crazy shit you can find i'll i'll see it all i'll go on that setting whatever right give yeah, me that yeah. choice don't make the decision for me let me decide what i see on my own newsfeed 
I'm right. I'm a grown adult. I can make right. those decisions for myself. You're right. Yeah, I, I think that a huge part of uh, why Facebook has decided that they need to start curating people's news feeds in the way that they do and blocking people in the way that they do is that they have a moderator farm of uh, people that just sit around in cubicles and it's their job to uh, to go through uh, content that other people have flagged for uh, independent review. And uh, I read an article, I think it was in the Washington Post. Uh, I would I, I would have sent it to you earlier, but it's like uh, moderators from Facebook are exhibiting signs of PTSD. <laughs> no, hang on a second. Moderators at Facebook are exhibiting signs of PTSD because the things that they are moderating on Facebook clash so hard with their preconceived worldview. You've got, uh, the, and the story at the Washington Post is so crazy because it, it goes from the from the view of somebody who just kind of like came in and started started interviewing people. You got one gal who just like can't deal with the 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 the. the right-wing crazy shit and then you've got one guy who's like yeah ever since i started working here i stopped believing in the gender wage gap all the way up <laughs> yeah. so, so like facebook moderators are starting to get red pilled and black pilled left right and center so the facebook <laughs> the facebook executives are like well shit if our if our if our left wing moderators can't even be kept from being red pilled and black pilled, then we just gotta shut this down. That, that is awesome. What, like their own moderators can't even be trusted to not read stuff about the gender wage gap and and like shit about the moon landing and nine eleven was an inside job and all of this other craziness that just comes out of the woodwork when you're talking about social media interaction. You got Facebook moderators that think that nine eleven was an inside job and the gender wage gap doesn't exist. And Facebook, rather than be like, well, you know, here here here's how it is. You know, X Y and Z is true, not false. So, you know, it's just like, no, we must shut it down. And they have no self-awareness for the Streisand effect, no ability to, 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 to see that when you just like crash down on these terrible things, you know, terrible things, that people are going to seek them out. And, and, you know, it's like, uh, it, it, it's uh, uh, a thing that I said earlier, it's like, you know, uh, bit shoot. <laughs> And all of these other, all these other like uh, uh, so-called free speech platforms, they're not killing the legacy online platform. These legacy platforms like YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter are killing themselves by not allowing the free flow of ideas. That's that's absolutely hilarious. And I'm imagining just rows and rows of cubicles of moderators. They're looking at you like, dude. Five minutes ago, I believed in the wage gap, but this dude just made a very compelling argument. And the fact that it got reported 20 times so that I got to see it, that now now, now I'm wondering if the wage gap even exists anymore. Hmm. What are you going to do, right? <laughs> P.S. everybody, it it doesn't exist. No, no. There's an earning gap. 
He's nerding. You know what? You want to know what does exist? The workplace fatality gap. That's a gap that actually does exist. Because you know what? We're not. That's it's patriarchal to talk about that. The fact that over ninety percent of workplace deaths are male, because men tend to work in dangerous jobs. No, 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 no. That can't account for the wage gap. I'm just being a patriarchal shitboard. Whatever. Anyway, we got a comment from our good friend Carl Crambeck. He like he watches like every show. Thank you, Carl. You are a true American hero. He says, I was really hoping you would change your mind on the thorium molten salt breeder reaction versus uranium molten salt fast spectrum reactors debate. Ah, well. I like the uh, the breeders' reaction personally. That sounds more fun than the other one. So yeah. that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Carl. I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> those, I am positive he made up some of those words. <laughs> no, I, I I I know what those things are, but I just don't remember when we were ever talking about those things. No, no, no. See, here's a funny thing. I posted on our Facebook page. You can follow us at Roach Delivery on Facebook. Over 4,000 likes. We're going on 5,000 right now, so awesome there. Anyway, I posted on there asking for people to suggest topics, and he suggested that. Like, hey, should we use this kind of reactor or the other kind of reactor? I'm like, no. <laughs> Not going to talk about that, but we kind of did anyway. So I prefer the breeder reactor. Reactor. That sounds like fun. I'm surprised you know what those things are. I have no idea what any of that means. I can't even say some of those words. I the thing is, is like, I, like I don't have any kind of knowledge about nuclear physics or anything. The only thing I know is that, off the top of my head, and I'm really drunk right now. But I think that thor I think that thorium is a more plentiful nuclear material and i think that a thorium breeder reactor for uh molten molten salt is uh salt is is one of those things where it's like it can heat up and get cool down and heat up and cool down and you're not gonna have to worry about any type of uh, material loss if i remember correctly that's why they use it in the uh the 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 salt reactor the the solar thing out in nevada with the mirror farm and they heat up the salt mm, they, yes, they the solar thing. so yeah 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 there's like a there's like a mirror farm out in, in nevada and the mirrors all focus uh, uh sunlight onto a thing full of salt and the salt boils and boils water and turns turbines and blah 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 so i think that the thorium would be a a a better long-term solution because thorium if I know it correctly, is a uh, uh, hang on here. It's an isotope of hydrogen, and hydrogen is the most uh, abundant material in the universe. So, uh, a thorium reactor would be a better long-term solution. Uh, but uranium has a uh, a, a better a better short term. You got to dig uranium. I don't fucking know. Who cares? Holy Let's shit. move on. Let's move on. Let's Holy move on. shit! I thought I was a smart guy in this podcast. Turns out I'm just big dumbass because I didn't follow any of that. <laughs> if I'm right, and and uh, Carl, he can he can correct me if I'm wrong because I probably am. I'm just a dumbass grunt with a, a machinist degree. Who cares? 
Fuck Let's you, Carl, for making us feel like stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. All right, moving on. What's the next topic? Uh, after that, oh, we got a fun. This is a fun one. Alyssa Milano declares a sex strike. Oh, this is so much fun. So apparently, Alyssa is apparently so distraught over the a recent heartbeat heartbeat bill in Georgia over abortion that she's doing exactly what conservatives are encouraging people to do anyway engage in abstinence <laughs> that, let me read you a couple of her tweets the first one goes our reproductive rights are being erased until women have legal control over their own bodies we just cannot risk pregnancy join me by not having sex until we get bodily autonomy back i'm calling for a sex strike pass it on more hilarity ensues in the later tweet it says have you read these bills? That's exactly what these bills are stating. We have the power of choice before pregnancy. I'm going to exercise that choice. I mean, what the hell is she think she accomplishing this? That's exactly what pro-life people want you to do. This, <laughs> this woman for a Catholic habit immediately. I know. Let's get her in a nunnery. <laughs> She is going to be absent, engage in celibacy for the rest of her existence, apparently, because of these anti-abortion bills going on in certain states. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty hilarious. It's, isn't it the argument in, that the left uses when it comes to abortion that you can't not have sex? You have to have it. You can't expect people to be absent. They're just they're gonna do it anyway. And here this woman is, this pro-choice individual, calling for people to be absent. Does she think that'll work? I I, I don't know. Maybe maybe Alyssa Milano is a an, an evangelical sleeper cell this whole time. And her whole insidious plan is to get in there and virtue signal and be like no abstinence is your only choice but we're not going to call it abstinence we're going to call it a sex strike and we're going to we're going we're going we're going to deprive these pro life men of sex and and stuff and this is this is really going to own the conservatives and it's just the evangelicals are over there going like yeah that's that's kind of what we wanted the whole time just don't have sex and don't worry about a pregnancy and you won't have to worry about abortion and birth control and that's all there is to it glad you joined us in like the 14th century <laughs> that's a funny thing about it. who just think about it who is going to be most effective by pro-choice women going on a sex strike it's gonna be their pro-choice boyfriends and husbands Okay, so you're punishing the people who are already on your side. Meanwhile, all the pro-life women, which is about 50% of women, they're still having sex. So now all <laughs> So what have you accomplished? Nothing. You've just punished every all, all your pro-life boyfriends and husbands are now being punished for for being pro-choice, I guess. What what a what a motivation for guys to go pro life? I guess I don't know. This is so weird. 
I, I, I just the craziness. It's, you can't, all I can really say is, is, is that blowjobs and cunnilingus can't get you pregnant. No, they, they really can't. I mean, if you want to go down that road, I mean, and I will go down that road, and will I will go down, down that road, and, <laughs> and I will not stop you. No, it's funny. We. <laughs> I have a friend who lives nearby. He helped a lot during the Gary Johnson campaign. Hasn't been active in the party since, but probably will be if we have the right candidates when joining. Anyway, he got uh, banned from Twitter for a couple of days. And you want to know why he got banned from Twitter for a couple of days? Do tell. He got banned for saying that people who get pregnant bear responsibility. For getting pregnant. But Paul Joseph again. Watson. Paul Joseph Watson face. Imagine my shock. And just, just, just consider this <laughs> for a minute. He said that women who get pregnant, stay with me, bear at least partial responsibility for that pregnancy. Uh, that can't possibly be right, though. <laughs> What kind of nuts? Twitter apparently found that so offensive that it blocked him for a few days. Oh well. I mean, if only if only she was being abstinent from sex and engaging in the sex strike, she, she wouldn't have gotten pregnant. Yeah, bar, barring rape, I'd say that anybody that engages in any type of sexual activity where the P's and the V's come together and, you know, do what they do is exactly. uh, if you are having sex even if it's protected because it can go wrong even if i'm the billion condom you, if pregnancy ensues you do bear 50 percent of the responsibility for that this applies to men and women if you get pregnant it is your fault how yeah. is this a controversial thing? That is how biology works. Okay? A man and a woman have sex. And a pregnancy is what's supposed to happen from that. That's the reason sex exists. For reproduction. So yes, you bear responsibility if that occurs. This is not a controversial statement. This is simply a statement of fact. And Twitter apparently finds that very objectionable. Hmm. These are social media companies that we're, we're supposed to just let be overlords over us. Let let them decide what kind of content we're allowed to see. Again, Twitter's, yeah. Twitter's worse than all of them. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, but uh, as, far, as far as I know, Twitter hasn't, hasn't banned... Uh, Laura Loomer and Paul Joseph Watson and a lot of these other people that Facebook and Instagram has. Well, they did ban Alex Jones. So let me see. Let me see if Paul Joseph Watson is on Twitter. I want to see he is. myself. He's still on there. Paul Joseph. Ah, yeah, he's there. See, the first person that comes up, guess who the per first person who comes up? Paul Joseph oh. Watson memes. No, I type in Paul, the top three people. Paul Hamill, I don't know who that is. Ron Paul, Paul Krugman. 
it just it it, it 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 just makes me happy to know that Ron Paul comes before Paul Krugman. Yeah, that makes me very happy. That brings a huge smile to my face. Uh, Mercedes says, "I, I write back to you, dude." Um, I, I I guess I should say this for everyone that just listens to the podcast and doesn't watch the live streams. If you're wondering how you get a comment read on the podcast, you have to watch the live streams, which are usually live on Friday nights at 9 o'clock Central. But tonight we're doing on Saturday night because I went to see Detective Pokemon last night and I that was more important than doing a podcast, apparently. But if you, yeah, if you want to get a comment read live on the air, then you gotta you gotta watch the live stream and you gotta comment on it. Then you can get it read live. That's how we say he's got a y y y y y y read live on the air. You know what? Because we want to reward you people for watching a live stream and commenting. So what were you talking about? We were talking about uh. We were talking about uh, Alyssa uh, Milano and her sex strike. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I I I, I want to. I don't want to cross the picket line. I'm going to take place in the strike. I swear, I will not have sex with Alyssa Milano until this abortion bill is repealed. There. Okay. We're good. Yeah, it's it, it it it's really tempting, but you know I will not be drawn across that picket line by big old socialist titties. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Not nope. going to happen. Nope. I'm, I'm, I'm happy in the relationship that I'm in. I, I too, will not have sex with Alyssa Milano. And I know this is a huge, this is a huge <laughs> sacrifice that you are making here. I will she's, hold you. She's, she's missing out. She's missing out. I will be your accountability <laughs> partner in this yes. endeavor. There we go. There we go. All right. So since we just talk about, we, we just, you know, beat up on Melissa Nolano for the last 10 minutes. Let's talk about something a little bit different. So did you hear about this shooting that happened in Colorado a few days ago? It, it happened fast. It happened hard. And then the media buried it. Tell me more, Nathan. What happened in Colorado? So apparently there was a shooting, and they had a vigil for one of the students that sadly passed away. Mm-hmm. And unsurprisingly for anyone that keeps track of these sort of things, uh, some gun control advocates took advantage of this vigil in order to push a political agenda. <gasps> I, n- I couldn't believe it either. <laughs> Imagine my shock. <laughs> Imagine my shock. There must be some kind of conspiracy that Alex Jones can tell us about. Oh, wait, no, he can't. Uh, but yes, this vigil was taken was, was set up to honor those who had been killed or hurt in this mass shooting. And a bunch of pro-gun control politicians decided to get up and say, you know what, we're going to take advantage of this sad moment to push for our political objectives. And you know what happened, something that just makes me proud as an American. Students got up. They flipped this guy the bird. Not literally, but figuratively. They flipped him the bird. Figuratively said, fuck you. And they walked out of that auditorium. They did not allow their personal suffering and the trauma that they suffered as a result of this gun shooting 
They did not allow that to become political fodder for a bunch of opportunist politicians. You know what I say to that? Well done. Very proud of that. Absolutely. These kids, they stood up, they walked out of this vigil. And the thing is, is that the, the, the local area, from what I've read, the local area held the vigil for this kid, this uh, Castillo kid, uh, Kendrick, Kendrick Castillo. And they held this vigil for him because he was the only person to actually die at this at this uh, terrible, terrible event. They held this vigil for him. And then a bunch of Democrat politicians got up and started harping on gun control. And then these kids like stood up, they turned their tails, they walked out and they started chanting about mental health. To me, that just like that, that not only as a, as a, as a, a proponent of the second amendment myself, that not only warms my heart from from that side of things but it also warms my heart to the fact that you've got a bunch of 17 and 18 year old kids who aren't being brainwashed by the propaganda especially in a state like colorado that is shifting so rapidly blue as they say absolutely that, that to me is a a wonderful sign that perhaps the media brainwashing isn't taking hold with the younger generation as much as they would like it to be. Absolutely. I mean, here's the thing. Do you you wonder if these kids are going to be given a national tour and receive an incredible amount of funding to go to D.C. and hold a rally? Do you think that's going to happen? I, I highly doubt it. No, no. no this, I'm, I'm sorry to go off on a little tangent. Mercedes, who's watching the, the show right now and commenting on our live stream, looks very familiar. I think she's been commenting on one of our memes. She uh, she showed I, up at uh, the Tri-Cities party today. Oh, uh, very uh, good on you. Very good. I hope to meet you in person someday because I know just about every libertarian in the state. And I am always happy to meet a new one because there aren't as many of us as I would hope for. But I think I, I think she's been commenting on one of our memes, and she was really engaging a troll very hilariously because I recognize this profile picture. So if you know what I'm talking about, Mercedes. Oh, I see you say, okay. So I will not talk further about it, but you know, I got my I, I recognize that profile picture. But yes, this this shooting going on in Colorado, it's it's <laughs> they were chanting mental health while they walked out, and they were just giving shit to the the media. You know, they refused to talk to them. They were yelling at them. They were shouting at them as well they should, because you know the narrative that the media is pushing in a situation like this. They were pushing for more gun control. They are pushing for confiscation. Don't let it, don't ever let Democrats tell you that they're not pushing for confiscation. So that's exactly what they're pushing for. But anyway, it, it's kind of funny because they were yelling mental health, mental health, mental health. I'm surprised I've never seen anyone call this transphobic because one of the individuals who was involved in the shooting 
was a female to male transgender individual. Nope. You can't move, move. Wait, yeah, yeah, did yeah. I just say a bad? Did I just say a bad thing? No, 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 no. Female, female to male. You're right. You're female right. to male. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Ab- absolutely, I'm right. I'm always right. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm always right. <laughs> even even when I get a million people on our Facebook post telling me that I'm wrong, I'm still right. You guys are the ones that are wrong. But anyway, yeah, they were, they were walking out, yelling mental health, and they were saying, you will not use this tragedy, our pain, as an excuse to push for your political agenda. Because it, it's, it's not like these people only believe in gun control after these shootings. This is their, this is what they believe from the very beginning. All right, this is what they always believe, but they always come out of the woodwork. They always come out of the walls to, to whenever there's a shooting to go, oh, well, this is proof that we need more gun control. But you notice that the gun control they're always pushing, it never applies to the specific shooting they're talking about. Like, how many people have you heard after this shooting? Come out and say, oh, we need an assault weapons ban. Even though it wasn't assault weapons used in the shooting. <gasps> Imagine my shock. It was handguns. Yeah. This one this one was uh, particular because it was handguns. And the, both of the people who uh, walked in and started shooting up the place were using – they were using handguns, and they were both under 21. And it's a federal law that you can't buy a handgun if you're under 21. So what new – magical gun control are you going to concoct that's going to keep guns out of the hands of of ill ill intentioned people honestly it, it, it just it, in the last few years it just seems that we've had a string of shootings that have magically come across to be just you know hey we want assault weapons bans. We want X, Y, and Z bans, and these bans would have done nothing to stop them. And then they got to go back. Oh, oh shit. Oh, uh, 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 what, what, what are we gonna? What, what new gun control scheme are we gonna concoct this time? It, it's it, thing is, is just crazy. It is. But I think we said just about all we mean to say about that. Good on these students for walking out. Um, yes. I hope- I hope, they, I hope they enjoy being completely blacklisted by the media because that's what's about to happen to them. Um, yeah. They're not going to get a national tour. They're not going to be funded by these huge organizations that go to Washington, D.C. and stage these elaborate PR stunts. That's not going to happen. Right, right. These kids but, are nev- these poor kids are never going to get an MIT. They're never going to get in any of the nationally accredited schools because they're going to know their names. They're going to know who walked out on that day. And unfortunately, these kids have sacrificed their academic future to stand for what they believe in. And I know that to be the case. You know that little shitbag David Hogg is getting into Harvard despite the fact that he doesn't meet the minimum requirements to do so. They let him in anyways because he's a political activist. These kids are on the other 
other end of that spectrum, and they're not going to get into any of the schools that they apply for because they're going to know their names, and they're going to know where they went and when they went, and they're going to know who walked out, and these kids are going to get denied from any of the schools that they try to go to after high school, and I think that's a goddamn shame. All right, and on that note, let's move on to another thing that's a goddamn shame. So apparently, a woman in Madison, Wisconsin woke up to find her yard had been decimated by the local gov local city government. Why, you say? Because they had decided, without telling her, that they needed to put a bus stop in her yard. Yes, you heard that correctly. In her yard. So let me go. Madison Metro Transit uh, will not move the bus stop dug into a Madison woman's yard without her knowledge. This is from uh, channel300.com news, which is apparently the local news station in Madison. Anyway, it's, it goes on. On Thursday, Monica Johnson came home to find a 15 by 19 foot square dug out of her front yard. And she has to chase down construction crews to find out that it was for a bus stop. They didn't even tell this woman that they were going to put a bus stop right in her yard. This is amazing. They, they dig out a 15 by 19 foot hole in her yard. Didn't even tell the woman. And they're, now they're saying, oh, well, I mean, sure we didn't tell you, but this is where we're going to put the bus stop anyway. So... Oh, well, I guess you're screwed. Do you want a killdozer? Because this is how you get a killdozer. This is exactly how they got a killdozer. The original yes. killdozer was... It, the original killdozer exact existed because of just this kind of situation. Wasn't his, like, driveway blocked by the city? Yeah, he had a muffler shop right outside of town, and they... Uh, they granted property rights to a concrete plant and the concrete plant blocked the driveway to his muffler shop and he appealed it and he appealed it and he sued and he kept getting shot down so nobody could get to his muffler shop so he just decided that he was going to construct a killdozer and <laughs> destroy the concrete plant and destroy the city hall and destroy the mayor's house and destroy a bunch of these other buildings so when you've got a person whose property rights are being violated by something like eminent domain or any of these other uh can i guess you could call it like confiscating your property for the public good then you're going to get somebody who's either going to uh sue you until you you know relinquish that that crazy claim that you've got or most people are not going to have the uh, financial ability to sue you up until that point they're not going to be able to sue the city and then they're just either going to move out or they're going to kill dozer the city hall well, i mean that would be pretty awesome i want to read a little bit more from this article it goes on 
After she reached out to the city of Madison about the pad, workers in the city engineering division who are responsible for communicating construction projects to residents realized they hadn't told her about the bus pad being installed, though they had been though they had told her about the road construction. Spokesmen for Madison Metro Transit and the engineering division told News 3 now that they would work with Johnson to come to a solution. On Wednesday, Johnson found out through a phone call, the city decided to keep the bus pad where it is, though it would down, though it'd be downsized to a 7-foot by 20-foot pad. Quote, after reviewing this with the mayor's office, city engineering and city transportation, and Monica's older, it has been decided that the safest place for a wheelchair pad and crosswalk in this new location is the right-of-way in front of Monica's house, wrote Mick. Mick Rush, a spokesman for the Madison Tr Metro Transport, in an email to News 3 Now. So basically, here's what's going on. Apparently, they're updating all their bus stops to make them more wheelchair accessible or something like that. And they decided that this poor woman's yard was the best place for a bus stop. So without telling her and certainly without getting any consent from her, they just dug a hole in the yard. And she comes outside to find construction crews just digging up her yard. Apparently, there's also nothing she can do about it because they have decided, the almighty city government has decided that this woman's yard is to be sacrificed for the greater good of wheelchair accessibility. And she has nothing she can do about it. I have a couple of friends of mine that are in wheelchairs due to various reasons, and I'll have to ask them, but would wheelchair accessibility not be an issue of the bus itself and not the landscape around a bus stop? I would think, because I've seen a lot of buses in my life, and they've then the little sandwich doors that pop open, and you have a set of steps that go up in there. So if you want to make that bus more wheelchair accessible, it really seems to me to be an issue of whether or not the bus itself is wheelchair accessible. An existing bus stop could have a small ramp that goes up into the bus. That is like $20 worth of carpentry supplies at a Menards or a Lowe's or a Home Depot. So trying to dig up a woman's yard for wheelchair accessibility, to me, seems like it's just the state trying to squash a mosquito with a sledgehammer. Man, there's nothing this poor woman can do. She just, she has her yard dug up. Her property value is probably gone through, is probably gone down a lot because of this. Because imagine, you, you, you try to sell your home, right? And people come up to it and they see this gigantic hole in the yard where there's now a bus stop. And they go, what the hell is this? I don't want to buy a house where there's a bus stop dug into my yard. Is the city going to compensate it for that? Nope. Nope, they're not going to compensate it for that. All that money that she now loses, she tries to sell her home. 
No, they don't care about that. What they care about is them, though, that they have their wheelchair accessible uh, bus stop in the middle of the suburbs. I mean, I'm living in Ohio. Maybe I'm just just out of touch, but we don't even have bus stops in the suburbs out here. I don't know. Maybe Madison is a more woke area. I don't know. It's just it's crazy to me that you would just dig a hole in some person's yard for a bus stop and not even tell them about it. Now, what kind right, of asshole right. do you have to be to do that? Right. If I if I walked out, you know, and and you know me, if I if I was sleeping, you know, I work nights. If I was asleep and I heard a bunch of jackhammers and other nonsense out in front of my house, I'd go out there with a goddamn shotgun figuring out what the hell is going on out in front of my house. And if, if they couldn't satisfy me in my sleep-addled state, somebody gets some buckshot in the ass. No, apparently she can't, she had to chase down the city workers to find out what happened because they by the time she got out, they had already dug a hole in her yard and were leaving. You had to chase them down. Like, why did you just dig a hole in my yard? I, that, that that to me tells me that she is exercising her Second Amendment rights and she came out her front door with some kind of gun being like, why in God's name are you digging up my front yard? And I mean, they can, decided they wanted to run away. I mean, because, I can just... Why else, why else would a city worker run away from some woman coming out of her front, her front door unless I mean, she had a gun? I mean, right now, I'm in the process of trying to buy a home, and you know what? I don't. I wouldn't buy one with a bus stop dug into my yard. You know, so I can only imagine that the, the, this woman has a lot of property value go away in the blink of an eye because the city of Madison decided they needed to dig a hole in her yard, put a bus stop there. That's it's an ugly sight, you know. Bus stops usually aren't the prettiest things in the world. They're freaking ugly. There's trash all over them. No, it's 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 a it's a it's a common it's a common meme that you 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 pick up dirty prostitutes at bus stops. I mean, I wouldn't know anything about that, but maybe you do. So <laughs> you were in the army, after all. <laughs> army people. Army folks are supposed to know about that kind of thing. Yes, we we, we army folks. We don't have those high class, uh, uh, pretty woman style uh, uh, prostitutes that the Air Force has. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I'm back. So, you know what? With that technical glitch, I think it's time to wrap things up. I wanted to talk about this article from WMagazine.com complaining about Game of Thrones killing off an entire army of mass rapists and murderers, but I don't think we got time for that anymore. 
I, I honestly, I haven't seen any of the latest season of Game of Thrones yet. I haven't been, I don't have HBO. I haven't been over to my brother's place. He's got HBO. I don't, but I've been watching a lot of the spoilers and from everything that I've heard online, I've been, I've been hearing, I've been, I've been hearing that it's like Game of Thrones was on this like 45 degree upward angle. And then it's like, we ran out of George R.R. Martin's source material and we're just going to subvert your expectations like Ryan Johnson did with The Last Jedi and just like this is the plow this last season right into the ground hot hot take the new season of Game of Thrones is hot 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 garbage it's seriously stupid nothing in it makes any goddamn sense at all whoever wrote this thing is a fucking moron and I hate it because I love Game of Thrones it's my Favorite show ever. I do too. I love it. Seriously love great. It. Season eight is hot garbage. Like the, 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 the episode about the long, long night, the Battle of Winterfell, makes no goddamn sense at all. And then the episode after it makes no goddamn sense at all. It's just stupid. I could write a better episode than this. Gauntlet has been thrown down. No, I do write better shit than that. That is some <laughs> hot garbage that they wrote. Seriously, no, I write. I, I'm. I, I write as a hobby. I like it. I enjoy it. I have an. Hold up, for those who can't see, you got to watch on Facebook. But here is a picture of my fantasy world map because I do shit like that because I'm a nerd. There it is. I write. I write better than the writers of season eight of Game of Thrones. At least I know that you shouldn't sacrifice your entire army in the first five minutes. Now, I know that. They didn't. But anyway, we should probably wrap things up. I think we've gone on for an hour, and now we're just kind of rambling about how much I hate Game of Thrones. Season <laughs> yeah, eight. We're, we're all drunk. Who cares? Absolutely. So remember, everybody, Roast, the number two, Liberty.com is our website. You can listen to us and just, I think, any single podcasting app that you can think of, you can listen to us on. We're on Apple iTunes, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Stitcher, we're on Google, we're on everything. So if you want to listen to Roast to Liberty, we're on just about every single podcasting app that you can think of. Uh, Roast to Liberty on Facebook. Roads the number two liberty on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram and Facebook are probably if you want to see our content, those are the best places for it because I hate Twitter and I never post to it. But remember to follow us in all those those areas and and troll the trolls on our Facebook posts because that's always opposite. See, thank you, Mercedes, for doing that. Anyway, do you have anything you want to say before uh, we let you go? Before we uh, call it a night. I, I have to say that if you don't listen to us on all of our social media platforms, if you don't spread us around, if you don't tell your friends, then the communists will win. We do not want that to happen. Good no. night, everybody.